Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very talented and creative person from Gurgaon, India, Mr. Mukul Goel. Mukul, welcome to the show. Good morning, Ashutosh. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Mukul is the principal designer and director of Design Wise India Private Limited, and he is the creator of the Tatwa brand. So, Mukul, before we start talking designing, uh, tell me a little bit about your own journey in brief. Oh, it's a very, very long and a beautiful uh, journey filled with uh, very, very uh, a lot of serendipitous events, you know, and all lives you know, I think are uh, serendipitous. I believe in this work. Right. I believe in this uh, philosophy of uh, serendipity. Mm. Well, I started off, uh, if I might say, my education from IIT Kanpur. I did yeah. my BTEC from there. And yeah. you see, as, uh, is want of all uh, good, good middle-class Indian households. You know, you find uh, a good school to go to. IIT Kanpur is my uh, calling. Yeah. And while I was there, I, uh, thanks to the uh, the non-engineering aspects of education at yeah. IIT Kanpur, I developed a very, very strong fascination for art. Mm. But uh, you know, those are uh, very, very early days of internet and there was no information available. So I really was very confused as to where I'm headed in life. Right. My friends going to the IAS, my friends were going to the IAMs and going abroad. And mm. here I was telling my parents, you know, I want to be an artist, you know. Mm. And uh, of course, you know how they would have broken out at yep, those yep, days. Yep. So mm. They still do, but things have changed considerably. But uh, those days was a bit of a challenge. I found, uh, serendipitously again, I found the institution of NID, National Institute of Design, yeah, to go yeah. to. Mm. And I did uh, three years of industrial design there after having worked for a few years. Mm. I worked for a couple of years post IIT, and then I decided that, you know, I must give this a try, you know, mm. and this is calling me. And mm. um, well, then as they say, the rest is history. You know, I mm. really enjoyed my time uh, at uh, NID. I really grew up as a person, grew up as a designer. Mm. I uh, When I finished, I really wanted to work in leather. Mm-hmm. Leather was a material which was really fascinating me, okay. the touch, the feel, mm. you know, it had a great aging process, you know, which mm. I really loved about leather. You don't throw away old shoes till they really tear off, you know. Okay, absolutely. You know, so they have that fascinating, you know. Yeah. But, you know, those are the days of leather boom. And I realized that uh, there was so much business and I'm mm. talking about early 90s. Mm. That nobody wanted design. They had enough business, you know. Mm. And I, I went, you know, high and low in all parts of the country looking for a job in leather. I finished my graduation project at Tata Exports in Devas mm. here in Dor. And I, you know, I spent six fascinating months within a tannery, you know, making objects, products and all of that. Mm. So I realized that, you know, this is not happening right now because they don't want innovation. They don't want a designer. Yeah. They want yeah. a pattern maker. They yeah. want a replicator. Mm. And I was not having traveled a distance in what I was trying to do. I was not looking to become a replicator. I was looking to make a change, you know. And so, you know, I, I worked in the craft sector for a while. I uh, did, you know, was working out in the villages, working with many craftsmen, you know, as projects came yep, by. Yep. And uh, 
as it so happens i i, I ended up in a you know indo italian jewelry company mm-hmm. like a joint venture company and i i i was making junk jewelry on the side you know okay. little parts and things like that and i found this jewelry company which completely uh, changed my outlook from formal design to feeling design mm. see jewelry is about feeling correct feeling great it should feel good on you yeah. and we were you know a formal design process is about you know going through a very strong process you know mm-hmm. and i almost was able to discard it so having mm-hmm. joined this company uh, as a designer i ended up being the marketing person i ended up being the manufacturing person and i got a whole 360 degree view of the entire process of business village mm-hmm. and how design is all pervasive in every which way you know it can make a difference in this manufacturing it can make a difference in marketing and how you carry your idea through from conception stage to the last stage mm. it's like a baby you know it's, it's the growing up of a baby and how do you carry it through till the very end correct well said well said you no know, and I, you know so how do you you know first person a manufacturing person will say you know it can't be done mm. or the marketing person will say this is not going to sell and what is your conviction behind it so how do you load yourself with that right you know? very interesting very very and- strong life lessons you know mm-hmm. and i went on then i you know got tired of jewelry for a while because the, you know there was too much of uh, uh, requirement of mass production of new designs so mm-hmm. it ends up not doing good designs you know you need to spend time with your ideas it's mm-hmm. you know and i went off to italy to domus academy to get another exposure to you know see the world a little bit so i spent a year there and then i came back and i worked for a bit to you know pay off uh, the educational loans <laughs> that one has to take to travel and the day i paid off my last installment of my loan i said i'm here i am i'm a free bird i'm going to start my own thing fantastic and, and that's what led you to design wise india uh, so design wise uh, you know was just there was no set plan there was no nothing that i knew that this is what i'm going to do this is what i'm going to make this is what we are going to be 20 years from now it was a point where i wanted to explore mm. as a designer as a you know creator mm. to how what am i going to do with it you know and uh, that's how we started you know just making things and of course you had to had to have the hearth running and so in the initial years we made products for other people mm. you know and so we learned our manufacturing part well we learned how to create an idea how does it go into the market what does it take what is pricing what is you know shipping what is exports what is all of that so it, it, you know we 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 learned the entire thing but never at the back of my mind did i lose sight of the fact that i started off to explore my own uh, language my own uh, idioms my own way of doing things you know mm-hmm. and of course you know when you you you're running a studio and a manufacturing setup together a mm-hmm. uh, lot of different things come together uh, and you start sen- setting down the ethos of what is going to happen mm-hmm. very interesting and you know when i was looking at your website and some of the amazing creations you have there i wanted to ask you you know what is your approach to design and what are you doing differently 
<laughs> well, there are two, three things. You know, uh, we start with an idea. Mm. I think we don't sketch, we make. Mm. We don't do it on a computer completely and hand it over to somebody. Mm. We prototype. You see, the whole thing is inspiration is all around you. Materials are inspiring, techniques are inspiring, you know, people are inspiring. The magic of life around you is inspiring, you know. So there's no dearth of inspirations. The fact is, what can you make out of it? You know, it's it's the end of the day, it just comes back to you. Right. It's what you, you are inspired by. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so what we do is we, we decide that, okay, this is something that we need to make from a marketing point of view, or I'm really inspired, I want to make uh, a, this kind of an object, what can I do with it? You know, the challenge always is that, you know, there is enough product out there in the world. Mm -hmm. There's enough, and you know, and, and do you really want to make some more? Mm -hmm. So what is it that it, it is what I would want to give that? Right. It's the right. soul. It's the it's my language. It's my product. And eventually, I'm not even there to sell it. It's selling in a in a shop, maybe four thousand kilometers, ten thousand kilometers away. Maybe in a shop in Bogota, Colombia, mm. and you know, it's lying with lots of other products. So, mm. what does it say? Does it talk to a customer? Wonderful. Okay. And you know, again, as I was going through your website you have a very, very vast portfolio of designs and products. And, you know, these vary. So my question to you is, how do you handle so much diversity? Well, I love it. You know, it, it, it really keeps challenging me. But of course, at different points of time, you have approached different things. Mm. But like in a mathematical equation, there's always a constant. Correct. Everything can't be a variable, you know. So there are too many variables is an unsolvable equation, mm. you see. Hmm. So my constant always has been my materials and processes to some extent. We do push the boundaries there, uh, but we always operate from a position of strength, you know, and uh, metal manufacturing has all really gotten into me and, you know, it inspires me. And even after 25 years, you know, it, I don't see the end. Every day there's a wonder. Right. So yeah, whether I'm doing a small piece of jewelry or a little knob for a drawer mm. or a very large sculpture or, you know, a small piece of furniture, they all, it's it's about what around me do I think, you know, I'm inspired by and what I can make, you know. Mm. I, I don't limit myself to what I can make, mm. but, you know, and, and I, I think, you know, each of these variety of scales has inspired other works. Mm. I'm doing a very large piece of sculpture. It, it ends up inspiring me in a piece of jewelry. Mm. Oh. So I, it enriches me. It enriches me considerably, you know. And I think, of course, it's wearing 10 hats at the same time. Right. But that's what is fun. You know, that's the beauty right. of it. Correct. And then, uh, Mukul, you uh, have packaged all your creations under one brand, which is Tatwa. No, actually, we have two brands. Okay. Uh, mm. uh, one is Tatwa, which is a, a range of hardware that mm. we do uh, for okay. the market. Uh, and we're hopefully going right. to take it international. So this has uh, door handles and, you know, uh, those kind of pieces. Mm. It has curtain hardware. It has bathroom mm. hardware, signages. So that's Tatwa for you. But as Mukul Goyal, the brand, uh, 
and I'm always told I'm not the person, I'm the brand. Right. So you differentiate between the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but is a range of giftware home objects. Okay. That is sold in about 30 countries worldwide under our own label. Mm. You know, small footprints, uh, but sure enough, we have been able to, uh, you know, pen to give a product which is world class, which can go, uh, you know, somebody says, is it made in India? Really? Do you think you make this in India? Mm. It's impossible, you know, and we, we get those kind of things. So we get a response at an international show wherein people say, take your name out of it. I'll give you an X amount of order. Wow. But, you know, we, we have really refused a huge amount of business where we don't want to do nameless business. We have stood for ourselves. Why is it so expensive? It's from India. It should be cheap. Correct. So the value addition, the the, the passion, the everything mm. that goes into a product. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, my follow-up question obviously will be now, this is not to the engineer, not to the designer, but to the businessman. What goes into building brands like Tatwa and Mukul Goyal? Well, you know, uh, I, I'm very fortunate to have had the luxury of time. Right. Today, uh, you know, uh, you know, you're asked to perform much too fast. Uh, right. So I think, you know, where essentially the building of the brand is uh, to have a product which you are offering. I think the essence and the core of our, uh, and I'm talking about a brand like Tatwa or Mukul, mm -hmm. has been offering the right product, you know, and it's taken some time to okay. experiment uh, and to, you know, so never be afraid of experimenting to figuring out what you really want to offer to the world, which is a piece of you, which makes a difference, which people find very interesting. See, at the end of the day, it's very, uh, you show a product to somebody who's a potential buyer and you say, you know, this is a product that I'm making. Mm -hmm. uh, that proof of the pudding is always when he pulls out the wallet and says, okay, here's the money. Correct. Okay. Is he able to back up his comments on nice, lovely and mm -hmm. all of that with an order? Mm -hmm. So we have over the years really learned what we are about. What is it that we are offering? We are offering a, a good product, a good design, uh, in, in exceptional quality. Quality has been one of our real, real strong, see, more than design, more than anything else. Quality has been our calling. We, we're selling in countries worldwide in some of the best stores. Mm. And we've really felt that, you know, without all the backing of great money or branding or, you know, advertising, where do we make a mark? Mm. It's the quality of that offering, you know? So in our, in our uh, studio, in our workshop, uh, you know, we have this thing that, you know, design is subjective. Mm -hmm. You might like something, I might like something. And so, right. you know, a good design, bad design is a relative uh, term, mm -hmm. but quality is not. And the only vehicle a design has, a good design, if you might like to call it, mm -hmm. has great quality. Correct. And at great cost to us, you know, I must say, Ashutosh, quality is expensive. Mm. Quality is trying. It takes a lot of patience, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, you're very tempted to sell that piece, which has got a defect, which right. nobody sees. But yeah. you see it and you say, no, this is not going. Absolutely. Well so, said. You know, right. and building a brand is a long process. It's about building a customer, building somebody who you, that's what makes a brand. See, I didn't start off by making brands. Mm. 
I didn't, there was no intention to make a brand. Mm. I was just making products and eventually the products kind of made the brand around them. Mm. How fascinating, how fascinating. Uh, one more question before I move to some of your bespoke work. Uh, you mentioned your products are available across the whole world. Is there any segment or segments that you cater to? You see, uh, when you put in the kind of effort that you do and you use the best materials that can be done, the kind of quality you're offering it, obviously it adds to a certain cost. Correct. So there's a cost to the product and there's an appreciation from a customer. Mm. Now they somewhere have to create the customer base. You see, well, what I am saying is that anybody who loves beautiful things could be my customer. You know, he doesn't need to belong to any, you know, segment of sort. Correct. Correct. But then there does become a small parameter of affordability. You know, and what I really love is sometimes we get, uh, uh, you know, somebody who writes in to us and saying, you know, look, I've saved for some time to buy this. Wow. And that really makes me feel so good. You know, oh, I said, I'm sorry, take it for free. You know, <laughs> what, I, what do I say? You know, mm. you know, that is the love we get for our products. And Amazing. it really, I think that's my greatest uh, fulfillment in what I have done. How wonderful. Mokar, now let's move to some of the bespoke work that you're doing. Mm. Uh, tell me about some of your iconic creations. You see, uh, there are so many things that we've done and every one is uh, uh, my baby. Sure. Way, you know, and it's very difficult to say that this is more iconic than yeah. the other. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we've done some very notable projects, you know, and uh, there was a collaboration with the, uh, Rajiv Sethi, the famous sonographer, mm -hmm. uh, and we worked with him on a project for Mumbai Airport, you know, and it is a, it's a mobile which is like 25 meters long and 15 meters high. We didn't know where to make it, first of uh, all. Uh, you know, it, it, there are these are all daring creations. Absolutely. You know, and there are journeys unto themselves. And, you know, and they, they hold a very... Uh, once Rajiv, during the process, and it's about 800 kilos of, you know, mobile in this large form hanging from a single mm -hmm. point, mm -hmm. which is rotating and moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Rajiv asked me, you know, uh, Mukul, do you think this is going to work? Mm -hmm. I said, I have no clue. Mm. But I have to make sure it will. Mm. You know, so, <laughs> Wonderful. So it, it, and we, we just finished a very, very huge and one of the most very beautiful and fulfilling projects in Bhuj. Mm. There's a new museum which has opened up called Smritivan Earthquake Memorial Museum, mm. where we've done a 38 meters by uh, eight meters by eight meter long sculpture, which is wow. almost 16 tons of steel. Wow. And uh, it was a mammoth experience. It was beautiful. And I'm, it's just opened. You know, the Prime Minister opened it uh, last month and I think it's open to public now. So I, I, I'm still waiting for people to, you know, experience it. And so for me, making the product is half the journey. You know, the other half of the journey is how people work with it. For me, mm -hmm. art is about transferring your feelings to the people. It's mm -hmm. not... Uh, do not touch kind of syndrome or only watch it from far. Yeah. I should touch, feel, experience. And if I, even if some amount of it gets transferred onto the, you know, people who are visiting, I think I'll be very happy person. Amazing. Amazing. And I've got time for two more questions. So yeah. my next question is on technology. 
Mm. Um, how is technology changing the way you do your designing? And, you know, there's so much more knowledge available. And for someone who's an IIT Kanpur uh, grad, you will probably be one of the best people to use all the new technology that's available. How is oh, that? I'm still an artisan. I've become more of an artisan. Over the <laughs> okay. Okay. But you see, technology has, uh, you know, the of course, the you know, the the the, the new computer-based technologies yeah. which come in, whether it's modeling on 3D or it's you know 3D printing or materials uh, that are being invented, uh, you know, and processes which are mm -hmm. being available. Mm -hmm. So there's so much more. Uh, uh, you know, available for you to be able to use, but it's you know, it's technology is a double-edged weapon. We all know that, you know, Absolutely. and it, 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 it while it offers you great possibilities, it also leads to a lot of mediocrity within the whole process. Right. You know, uh, and 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 I, well, you know, it's it depends for who wants to adapt what, and of mm. course, we have adapted to three D modeling, we have adapted to three D printing, and it has changed the world a lot. Mm. You see, more technology has even changed the selling process. Mm. The technology, you see, it's a, it's a swipe generation. Right. Everybody's swiping. So yep. when I'm making a product, it's challenging me that can I hold the attention of that person for that millisecond mm. for him not to swipe. Mm. So, you know, the processes have completely changed. And what is it that you're putting out there uh, will make a lot of difference. So it's a challenge, you know, it's a... And it's a lovely challenge, you know. I, I don't think as it's a good or a bad challenge. Mm. You see, as long as my ethos remains, and I, I'm talking about what I continue to do is to explore and make mm. products that have a feeling I am my own customer at the end of the day. Okay. You know, and it has to speak to me before it speaks to anybody else. Very well said, very well said. And my last question to you, uh, Mukul, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation Based on your amazing journey and all the work that you have done and which has been loved and respected all over the world, what would you say are three lessons you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your own journey and from our conversation? Wow. I don't think I'm in a position to teach. Hmm. But yes, uh, you know, I, I think... Or your own learnings. So, you know, see, I think belief in oneself... Hmm. And one's own capability, I think, uh, is extremely important. I think, you know, while we all have doubts and yeah. we continuously live with doubts on a daily basis, but those doubts are within you. You know, you have to have doubts. Without doubts, things don't work. Yeah. Uh, I think the belief in what you are and what you're offering, I think, is extremely important. I think belief is a very, very critical, uh, uh, you know, possible hmm. thing that I would say it right. is for me in my own life. And I, I think when you have to stand up for yourself and rest of the world, belief is what holds you. Said, yep. Second part I, I would say is there's no shortcut to success. Hmm. I think hard work, you know, I, I work a very long uh, hours every day only yeah. because I love my work. You know, I, I have to be torn away from my work front to come hmm. home. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a very, tough one but I think hard work uh, is another thing that you know and be, being patient with your hard work you know mm. it, it, there's no shortcuts you mm. know I think that's mm. a very very uh, important part of it Correct. and third part I would say is never stop learning never stop pushing boundaries I think you know the day we stop doing all of that we just stagnate and our lives become miserable 
Uh-huh. Especially, you know, in, a, in my kind of profession, you know, uh, I think we have to continue to learn, continue to push boundaries, continue right. to grow as individuals. And that's what you will share with uh, the people who use your objects. Wonderful. Wonderful. And on that note, Mukul, and your three lessons, believe in yourself, that is, which is very critical. There are no shortcuts and never stop learning and pushing the boundaries. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about your journey. I mean, I marvel at how you easily you seem to move from 20 tons of steel to a door handle. How easily you seem to be designing so many different things for different people around the world. And what is amazing also is how you have actually taken on to break the paradigm of the mindset good quality comes from India. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck. Absolutely right. Thank you again. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.